Well, which way are the markets going? Confusion? A lot of confusion. Are the rates going down, going up? A lot of confusion. Uh, with us today is uh, Adam Johnson. Uh, he anchored uh, several business uh, programs on, on Bloomberg News and, uh, and uh, interviewed uh, uh, many CEOs, heads of state. Uh, and uh, Adam, what the heck is going on? Hey, John. I know. Uh, a new year uh, uh, finally arrives, and, 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 and you just sort of look around and you say, geez, what changed? I mean, it's amazing, John. In the first week of January, investors put nearly $1 billion. The actual amount was 920 but call it a billion dollars into money market funds, which was like seven times what they put into stock and bond funds because they're so confused. They're hiding in cash. But, John, what we need to do is just step back – just not listen to the all the noise that we get pummeled with every day and recognize that actually this economy is stronger than many people believe. And I'll tell you why I say that, John. It's the two E's of earnings and employment. I know there are a lot of things that aren't going well. Uh, Washington is a disaster. The border is even worse than that. There are wars abroad. But if you just look at the two E's of earnings and employment, John, the picture is actually pretty strong. We have the most number of people ever working. They're making money and they're spending money. That's good for earnings. And earnings for actually probably the first time now in about four quarters, we're going to see not only earnings rise, but we're also going to see profit margins rise. And that's because inflation has come down and supply chains have normalized. So, yeah, I know there's a, there's a lot of confusion out there. I know that the world is far from perfect. But from my point of view as a stock investor, I actually like what I see for 2024. I'm fully invested, by the way. Understood. Uh, so uh, you feel uh, it's what we have discussed in the past, that uh, uh, it's an election year. The markets are going to continue to go up to make the world look better. Yeah, yes, exactly right. You know, in fact, if you go back historically since World War II, and, and my friend Dan Clifton over at Strategus Research has done this. Dan, by the way, is the institutional investor, number one rated Washington policy analyst, year in, year out. He is so good. And what he did is he went back to World War II, and he said, you know, what happens over the four years um, between presidential elections. And what he found is that in the election year, and this is an election year, um, government pulls out all the stops because incumbents, both Republicans and Democrats, doesn't matter who's in the office, but whoever is in the office, they pull out all the stops to get reelected. And, you know, that basically means throwing money at people to buy votes. And I know that, you know, the high and mighty people in their in their you know ivory towers would say, oh, my gosh, how could you say that? Well, because that's what they do, um, you know, uh, from uh, additional spending measures to additional subsidies to enhancements. You know, it's just politicians being politicians. You know, they've learned Republicans included, I hate to say as a Republican, but Republicans, uh, you know, too, have learned, that, you know, if you spend money. The voters respond. That was, you know, you remember uh, Ronald Reagan used to talk about tax and spend Democrats with the emphasis on, well, probably both. But, you know, this, the assumption was that uh, if you spent money, you, you, you know, you, you got the, all the people behind you. Well, Republicans have learned that, too, because 
during COVID, you know, we had to survive and everybody in government threw um, as much money as they could at the rest of us. And the rest of us liked it. And so, unfortunately, we've got a spending problem. But, yes, to your point, John, it's an election year and government is going to pull out all the stops because all these guys want to get reelected. Understood. And uh, uh, I I see oil. Oil is on the soft side, and and because you can't get elected if you if you have five dollar a gallon oil, and interest rates. Um, even though they, they on Friday they were they had a little bit of strength, I just don't see it. I mean, well, what do you think on interest rates in oil? Well, um, let's just first talk about interest rates because that's been the thing that you know just crushed markets and all of us too. You know, in so many different ways. You know, the inflation, the higher interest rates, it just made everything more expensive. Inflation was over 9%. It's down to 3 The goal is to get it to 2 So we're getting a lot closer. Um, the last percent is probably going to be hard, but it gives the Fed uh, cover to start cutting rates, and that's very helpful. Now, you, if, you know, if you want to sort of play the skeptic, you could also say, well, you know, um, uh, the White House might be pressuring the Fed to cut rates because if rates go down, it lowers prices for everybody. So, yes, fine. There could be some political pressure. We'll never really know because all that stuff happens behind closed doors, um, as you know. But, yes, that's certainly something that could play out. And rate cuts, depending upon how fast they happen and what the commentary is from Chairman Jerome Powell, um, there are going to be plenty of people, you know, looking for that, trying to connect the dots. Um, as far as oil goes, John, you know, believe it or not, and I say this again, as, as, as you and I have discussed, I'm a former oil trader, so I watch oil pretty closely. And believe it or not, the world is actually pretty well supplied. The U.S. is not the world's largest producer, 13.3 million barrels a day, um, in spite of the Biden administration trying to um, restrict drilling on federal land. Um And the other thing, John, is that because the Biden administration is trying to pursue the green agenda, you know, clean energy, um, they're kind of kind of turning a blind eye to um, Russian exports. They've allowed Iran to come back to the market. And they've even um, given Maduro down in Venezuela the green light to start exporting again. And those barrels were held off the market for years. So my point is, there's a lot of oil out there, which is why I think oil is only 75 bucks um, with two wars happening instead of, you know, 100 bucks with two wars happening. And again, you know, politicians want to get reelected. And if gas prices are too high, that makes it hard. So yeah, I think you're right, John, there's, there's pressure coming from from on high in Washington to keep um, oil down and to lower interest rates simultaneously because both are good for consumers. I understand. Uh, anything new? Uh, we got one minute left. Anything new on uh, electric vehicles? I, there's so much controversy going on lately. Yeah. Well, for the second week in a row, Tesla is recalling uh, 2 million cars. Um, Two million uh, two weeks ago in the U.S., two million this past week in China. Um, And the problem is with auto steering. I mean, look, anyone who thinks that you can just get behind the wheel of a car and not steer it, honestly, that's the most irresponsible thing I've ever heard. It's just crazy. Maybe one day, you know, when there are all kinds of special um, uh, paints 
that are painted on the road that then sensors in the cars uh, can read uh, and there's no snow and there's no rain and there's no fog, right? Maybe, maybe one day autonomous driving will work. I mean, it probably works in a factory if it's just a robot, um, you know, moving, moving boxes around uh, an aisle where there are no other people. But when you talk about autonomous driving, um, which is kind of linked to electric vehicles, um, uh, yeah, that's just crazy. It's not ready for prime time. Um, and, and, and just plain old electric vehicles, forget autonomous vehicles, but the electric ones, there aren't enough chargers and they're yeah. expensive. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I, you know, I just I think we got all excited about it and we, we, we got ahead of our skis. Um, electric vehicles are out there fine, but, uh, you know, we're going to have gas powered cars for a long time. Adam Johnson, thank you for your report. And we'll catch up again real soon next week. Thank you so much. Oh, sounds great, John. Thanks. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno. He's your numero uno.